0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm Kathy Tate, your host from Down Under. With me, as always, is Daisy Papp, International Excellence Coach from Florida Keys. Hi, Daisy. i do it's a little bit chilly and as we're recording this it's actually the shortest day of the year for us down here in australia yes i am in the future (laughs) Yes, I am in the future. That is true. And in the name of the future, let's have another amazing topic to help our listeners be their best versions. Today, we are going to talk about drama queens and of course, in brackets, kings, because it applies to everybody, not just the women out there. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> they can. They can. So let's first let's first uh, give out what we what we define drama queens as. For me, yeah, for me, I think it's um, people that uh, over dramatise, over dramatise things because that's the one. <laughs> for me, it's people who over dramatise things. Uh, possibly because they're feeling like they need some attention in their lives. What what was it? What is it for you, Daisy? That's interesting that you say that. A coping skill. That is true. Sorry, you froze. I missed that, Daisy. That is wonderful. I do like that because I think, um, as you said, we aren't born with a lot of these traits. We learn them through life and our surroundings and our main teachers are our parents. Oh, I think it rein- reinforces the behavior, yes. Should I use that lady I spoke about? I don't think so. This is hard because I've cut most of these people out of my life. Here's, here's an example that um, I, I do see around the place and that's when toddlers are perhaps in the supermarket and want a lolly or the chocolate or whatever and they've been told no and they throw themselves on the ground and have a tantrum. And depending on how the parent reacts, teaches the child whether that behavior is going to be modicoddled and they're going to get away with it or whether the parent is going to go, no, nope, that is unacceptable. And I think that that's how young it can start. You know, my son is is now a grown man, but he did do this once in the supermarket, decided to throw himself on the ground and have a tanty. <laughs> And so I just promptly walked away and said, okay, see you later and left him there. And as soon as he realized that I wasn't going to enable the behavior, he got himself back up and run after me. Yes. They're checking to see if you're sunbathing naked. Yeah, oh, right, because one person has to buy into it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, I think my goal is for people to have some self-awareness around how they act and behave. Because I don't know that those that are drama queens always realise that that is what they were doing, perhaps because they've always just been that way or whoever has been around them has bought into it and so it's played out as a dynamic. Um, And I think one of our biggest goals with this podcast is self-awareness and realizing that we do need to look inwards and really be honest with ourselves about the way we act and behave in order to grow as a person. Yes exactly. So how do we do that? How do we help people take this self-inventory and go is my behavior over the top or is this uh, a way for me to get some attention that I feel like I'm lacking in my life? How how do we get them to take that self-inventory if they're not aware in the first place? Yeah, so now it comes down to how we react or respond to others. It is an interesting conversation and dynamic and I know that personally when I observe Drama Queens, I come back to what you've taught me and go, well, is this life or death? (laughs) Yeah and that certainly puts it in perspective for me because you know both of us and many many people out there of our listeners have had actual life and death situations and um, uh, when you see somebody making uh, we call it a mountain out of a molehill it is quite amusing uh, to me personally when i observe it and um, i don't take it personally because i know where it fits in the scheme of things for me (laughs) yes (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think this is really important because I think a lot of the solutions to our issues is communication. But you need to get the, you know, the participants in a state where they're able to communicate calmly and responsibly and actually make a connection where you can talk about real you know, the real things that are going on for them and be out of that sort of drama stage. No. Because they're on stage and you're the audience and we're the audience. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good it's sort of, I don't know, is it a metaphor? It sounds like a metaphor. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, that's a great picture because it really very clearly shows that the people in the drama state – aren't at a level where they can interact and communicate to solve it. just in your face no sitting (laughs) Mm. Mm. yeah I think you bring up a really good example. I've I've observed many, many times people who need to one-up the story. I think that's a common kind of behaviour that I see and I don't know if the people doing it are aware of it or not, but I do see it quite a lot. And so that's a good place to start a self-inventory. You know, am I in a conversation with people and I feel like I need to do one better? No, I'm going to retreat. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that you point out that even though some of the people buying into it that actually are doing it because they want to help, it still may not be helping. Yes, well, let's talk about the root cause. I think definitely mass media can incite certain behaviours and fears. Hmm. Yes, you're right, you know, and when I think about that, the first thing that comes to my mind, because I probably don't really read magazines or newspapers, but I do watch some reality TV shows, and that's exactly what they do. They deliberately provoke and inject drama in order to widen their listening audience because people want to see how the drama plays out. We're almost addicted to it. And therefore, and therefore... That tells us it's normal to behave that way. Hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm sure it probably came from preschool or daycare or kindergarten, whatever you call it in your culture. Um, I think that it's probably quite common when you put a whole lot of toddlers in one room that there's going to be at least one of them that behaves that way and then it is observed and copied Um, And the important point there is how then you respond to that. And I certainly brought my son up learning how to calmly communicate without any potty mouth or uh, over dramatizing. And I'm quite sure that's one of the reasons he's such a fine young man today. Um, So yes, I, I think that a lot of this is learned behavior and like i i often say if anything is happens around you long enough it does become normal whether we realize that it's actually well what is normal but that's another discussion <laughs> Um, But it can become the norm for you if it happens often enough and that's where I think that the self-awareness really needs to come into play and why I keep picking topics that kind of force this self-analysis because without that we cannot evolve. Yes, I think, I think you're, sorry. I think I think you're right. Um, I think that the media has a huge responsibility and plays a huge... I think the media has a huge responsibility and plays a huge role in what the masses see hear and believe and influence thinking in a way, that can be quite dangerous when you realize how how centrally owned it is. And to that note I would urge everybody to not just automatically believe what you see and hear on the TV or in the magazine or in the newspaper, but to self educate, to go and look for yourself. Take the responsibility for your own knowledge by taking action and researching a little bit more and being aware that there is censorship and that there is um, a tendency for the media to over dramatize because that's how they sell. And their aim is for you to become buyers, whether that is by being a viewer or by purchasing the magazine or by subscribing to their channel that is their aim they want to bring you on board as their audience and keep you with this drama and meanwhile underneath the drama what else could be going on you need to figure that out for yourselves and and take responsibility for that learning I believe. Yeah, for sure. And and to your example, I think that's an important thing to think about because I my experience has sort of shown me when you're emotionally involved with somebody, it's so much easier to kind of get pulled into that. Yes. Yes, we just recently released our episode on Standards and Values and one of our earlier episodes is all about boundaries. So if that's a new thing to you or you would like some help in figuring those out for yourself, please go back and have a listen to those episodes. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with that. We hope today's little conversation about Drama Queens has helped you guys out there, whether it's a realization that maybe you do it a little bit or maybe you're around people that are doing it. Um, we just want to bring awareness to this as a concept and something that we both see throughout life. Uh, so, let us know has this helped you what do you think are you ready to admit that maybe you're a drama queen some of the time Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, And if you would like to do one of those workshops Daisy mentioned, just go to baldandblonde.live. There's a link right there that will lead you to the sign-up page. We'd love to see you, meet you in person and help you guys be your best versions. Thanks for joining us today. It has been another great episode, another great conversation. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you sharing our podcast with your family and friends, and we appreciate all of your support in whatever form you give it to us. We're very grateful. That's it from us today. We'll see you next week with another awesome conversation. Uh, We are bald and blonde.